Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Today, I want to talk to you about the digital checklist for CEOs. As I've been talking about across my socials and here on the podcast, as a CEO of your business, there comes a time when you outsource the doing in your business. And that may mean that you once looked after your own social media and now you've outsourced it to an agency or you once looked after your social media and now you have a team or you have an assistant or a VA, someone else that's managing your social media and you are no longer on the tools. When you let go of your digital marketing, at first it feels really freeing. It's really nice to not have the pressure of, you know, designing and developing content from scratch, creating visual assets, writing captions, uh, you know, crafting blog posts, formulating newsletters. But over time, what can happen is you start to feel like the, the message is lost or you're investing money and you're not sure if you're getting the best returns you could. Obviously, you're investing money both in the resources of outsourcing, but at the same time, you're investing in the the outcomes. If your marketing's being poorly managed, you're not just losing the money you're spending either with the resource or with advertising, you're also losing potential revenue for a more optimized approach. So I can't stress enough as a CEO when you move into outsourcing your digital marketing that you stay in control. And being in control is about having a real clear vision of who your marketing is for, what your marketing is looking to achieve, and then how it's actually performing. I'm amazed at how many business owners outsource things like Google Ads and don't receive monthly reports. I'm amazed at how many business owners I work with tell me that nobody ever explained the reports, that they don't know what the data means. They don't know how good success looks versus poor performance. So what I want to run you through today is a checklist, talking through both the foundations and then the monitoring elements that you as a CEO really need to be across to regain control of your digital marketing and empowering you to ask better questions, to see through data, the both the good and the bad, and uncover the real learnings for yourself. I've spoken a lot about likening the data that digital marketing can give you to the data that as a CEO, you get from say your accountant or your financial uh, support within your business. We know the importance of our financial reporting. We know the importance of our P&L. We know that we have to lodge our BAS every quarter. And we read those numbers with some degree of confidence or we have support to break down those numbers and use them as a light or a guide as to how our business is performing. In the same way, I really believe that digital marketing can benefit from you being across reports, 
that become like the PL, become like the balance sheet and the cash flow of your digital marketing side of your business, helping to guide you in your decision making and to really assess that performance. So to start off with the checklist, I wanted to share with you a bit of a foundational checklist. These are the foundations I think you need to have in place before outsourcing your marketing, whether that is, you know, internally to a a team or an assistant or whether it's externally to an agency or, or a virtual assistant. Number one, having a clear idea of your ideal client. It's the foundation of digital marketing strategy and understanding who you are best to talk to, understanding who your product or service can best benefit is the absolute number one box you need to be really clear on. If you're not clear on that, the the partners that you work with are not going to be clear on that and you're not going to have an optimized digital marketing strategy. So getting really clear on your ideal client is is the first tick in the foundation checklist. Then we have our content pillars. Once we're really clear on who we want to talk to, we can map out what we want them to know, what we want to educate them in, how we want them to perceive us and our message, and what, what questions we're going to answer for them. And these become what we call our content pillars. Agreeing on these content pillars, again, with your outsource partners means that your digital marketing has the reference point of not only who you're talking to, but what you're trying to achieve within those markets as well. And then number three is a channel plan. So a channel plan is looking at our ideal client profile and deciding where we want to engage them, whether that's via email, whether it's SMS whether we want to work on our SEO and and really uh, be there when they're Googling for their questions or whether it's um, Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, having a very clear channel plan and having that agreed up front means that you now have a who, a what and a where for your digital marketing and you're in some ways in control of that. Depending on the level of expertise in which you're working with, I would also expect this party to be able to strategically guide you, to give you strategic recommendations and to help you to adjust the plan as you go uh, with changes in the digital marketing landscape, with changes in the consumer market landscape, with changes to your business, your product offer, your service focus. Uh, the more junior a person that you work with, um, I would expect less of the strategic and more of the doing. And then if you're working with an agency or you have a, a, a team structure where you might have a more senior marketer in that team, I would expect for this strategy to be something that you're consulted in, but you're not necessarily guiding. So when you have your foundations in place, your uh, outsource resource will be able to essentially run your digital marketing for you. You might have promotions that you map out. You might um, go with key calendar focuses. You know, if you're an e-com, it might be about after payday and and click frenzy. If you're a service-based business, it might be about end of financial year or Mother's Day 
or Easter. Um, so you may be looking at what I call a seasonal calendar, or you may be looking at a commercial calendar, but you may, you know, map out that six months ahead with, with the key on calendar events that you're going to maximize within your marketing. And, and you know, and, and we set out to execute digital marketing across the agreed channels, focusing on our content pillars to connect with our ideal client. Then the most important uh, aspect, I believe, the, 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 you know, the meatier part of your checklist is ensuring that you have access to the reporting and data that can help you make informed decisions about how your digital marketing is performing for your business. Assessing performance of your digital marketing is difficult. I, as you know by now, I love my numbers. I also love to present data that is easy to consume. What you don't want as a CEO is to be presented digital data that is meaningless to you because it is too complex, it is too complicated. And on the other hand, you want to be really careful that you understand the data being presented because we can often make data say different things depending on the lens in which we're looking at it. So on one hand, I can tell you that four out of 10 people, uh, you know, can recall our brand. But on the other hand, six out of 10 people can't. So, you know, within that statistic is always the pair of the statistic. And depending on the lens that we're looking through, we can present that information to be more positive or more negative or to answer different questions uh, that we may have. So when it comes to monitoring, I think this is, you know, if the if the first part of the checklist around foundations, you know, you'd liken to say your business plan and your, your annual budgeting I would liken monitoring to your, you know, reviewing your P&L each month, looking at your BAS each quarter. Monitoring needs to be a series of activities that you are always across. You need to arm yourself with enough knowledge to ask really informed questions and to be able to understand the answers that you're getting back, have the confidence to push back when things don't make sense be able to navigate the jargon that's getting thrown at you and, and you know, really identify um, if you've become, uh, you know, found yourself in a situation where the honeymoon period is over and your business is maybe being deprioritized by your outsourced partner. So when it comes to monitoring your business, a great checklist of data that I would be wanting in my business to be reviewing every month is firstly my website traffic. So with my website traffic, I'd love to know how many people came to the website versus last month. I'd like to know how long they stayed, um, the percent that bounced, and depending on my type of business, uh, the number that went on to convert and what that conversion value is. Now, in every business, we can't track that um, and, and your outsource partner will be will not be able to track it. If you're an e-com business, very easy uh, for most systems to talk to Google and be able to track that data for you. And really important if you can get that up and running. Um, if you're a service-based business, you may be able to track things like contact forms or phone calls, uh, again, depending on your business structure and objectives. But being able to track what is happening on your website, I like to see it month versus the month prior. 
I might want to see it, um, you know, this month versus last year. It just depends, again, on what's happened in your business. And then I love to see it broken down by channel. So I love to know all that website data I just spoke about. I love to see it in its total, but I also like to see it broken down by organic search, paid ads, social media, direct traffic and referral traffic because there's a lot of insight you can draw from that, especially uh, depending on where your marketing activity is focused to find out if the marketing activity you're doing is actually driving the right results within your website. I also like from a social media perspective to receive data each month that tells me about growth. So growth of follower numbers, I want to know what my engagement did overall. I want to know what my reach did overall. I um, also want to know about my top three posts. I love looking at top three and bottom three. I love looking at that on a monthly basis and probably a quarterly basis as well to make more informed decisions. Your top three and bottom three performing posts over time tells you so much about what your audience does and doesn't resonate with tells you what you need to do more of and what you need to do less of. And if you're running paid ads, the insights you can draw from your organic, you know, best performance and poor performance can also really inform your decisions on the type of paid ad content that your audience is going to engage with as well. So when it comes to paid ads um, in the in the social space, I want to um understand the data relative to the objective. And that's a little bit complex to break down in this podcast, but I might do another episode on it and get a bit deeper. But, you know, at a top level, I want to know what we spent. I want to know how many people we reached. I want to know how many of the required actions we got. So if we were going after clicks, if we're going after leads, if we're going after conversions, um, video views, whatever it was, I want to know how many of that happened and I want to know what it cost me on average for each of those actions to happen. Uh, and if it's a campaign where we can track dollars, I want to know the amount of dollars the campaign generated and how that relates back to my investment. Google ads are similar, but a bit deeper. I want to see what keywords uh, really drove my campaign to success. And I also want to get a feel for what people were searching versus the keywords that we targeted and, and any key differences there. That information um, around, you know, the keywords people searched that brought them to our ads can really help to give you new insight into what's going to resonate best with your customer and, and new keywords you could be adding to your campaign to get more cut through. I also don't mind just having a really rough and ready SEO um, tracking for uh, reporting. So if you've got sort of five to 10 keywords, just someone regularly checking in on where they're sitting, um, just having, you know, looking at the position, looking at what's going up and looking at what's going down. Um, it can just be done by Googling your, you know, your particular keyword Um electrician Bondi and you know you're on page four position two last month and now you're on page three position one you know what did you do was it blog posts was it ads was it more content what can we do more of to keep moving it or you know if you get pushed back a number of spaces so just you know keeping your eye on organically what is happening in your space and then from an email perspective I want to know how many emails went out I want to know their open rate 
Again, if we can track conversion dollars, I want to know what that is. Otherwise, I want to know things like clicks. Um, I want to know if they did anything else on site after opening the email. And finally, I want to know how my subscriber list is growing and, and perhaps if I have some specific activities tied to growing that list, I want to know how they're performing. So it's a big wish list when it comes to monitoring. Um, it's a really big checklist and I will endeavor to get this up on the website as well as a downloadable for you. Um, but, you know, being in control doesn't have to mean doing. Uh, you know, if you follow along on social media, you know, last year I spoke a lot about just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. And, you know, depending on how you've grown within your business, some of this data may be data you can pull down yourself. But if you're working with a an outsourced partner um, and you're moving into that CEO mindset, it's really important that you set the parameters around the reports you want to receive and you have the person responsible pull that data and present it to you. And part of that is accountability. When somebody presents to you data month in, month out. And as you are building your digital acumen and you're able to assess what that performance means and, and you're asking challenging questions or difficult questions, you know, that person has more accountability as to why this didn't work, why this worked. And we always want to be in that growth mindset as well. You know, poor performance doesn't mean end of days. It just means we need to try something else. We need to tweak we need to test, measure, and learn. Um, can't tell you how big an advocate I am of that either. But look, I hope this has been a really helpful overview for you in terms of this sort of digital marketing checklist and, and the checklist as a CEO that you really need to be across and understand for your business. I'd love to hear anything that I missed. Um, please share with me your thoughts either on LinkedIn or on Instagram. And um, I really hope that this is a valuable checklist that can help you to feel in control of your digital marketing. to another episode if you don't want to miss one make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app and if you love it be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence want more head to marianneamies.com to find out how you can work with me directly to reach out to have me speak at your event or to grab yourself some free resources